when I was slowly taking my dice out of my little dice container, it really did feel like that scene in um, The Two Towers when uh, Faramir is riding out in that suicide ride and everybody's like slowly <laughs> passing up flowers to him as he rides past. <laughs> That's what it felt like as I was taking oh my up God. my dice. Guys, if we're funny enough, Pedro won't kill us. <laughs> That's not true. Pedro. No, no, no. It's all about teamwork. Oh, don't put this on us. Ah, I left it at the door. It's not my fault you guys opened the door. <laughs> well, it's my, my, my wife told me, she's like, she's like, don't fucking kill them tonight. And I was like, baby, it's the Brotherhood of Iron. I don't have anything to do with it. I'm just a fly on the wall. And she's like, don't pull that shit. Such bullshit. <laughs> it's not me, man. It's the if, if, if things start going bad, we should just be like, Jeff, Jeff, come here. I do. I have her email. I will write a strongly worded email. Jeff, you break down that door. Your husband is up to no good. Help Please. us, Jeff. Help us. Your only Woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shark. We've got no bugs, world walkers. Hey everyone, I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. In our last episode, Tin and Roberto discovered which of the five masters was locked away in the cellar. Tin swore an oath to the master that the entirety of the Brotherhood would die by her hand. Now, the group struggles to continue planning their break into the cellar while the gunslingers wrestle with their own creeds. So, last we left off, uh, the group had been split up. I think it's fair to say. Uh, <laughs> now, yes. you, t- uh, you all had met like two days afterwards and come up with some talk and some plans. Do you want to meet up the morning afterwards to talk what? again? So, Or do you guys know your plans and you're ready to move out? No, 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 we don't know our plans. We need to have some brainstorming time. So, uh, <laughs> everybody gather around. Right. By everybody, I mean the non-imprisoned people. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a circle of sharing to share our ideas for how to save everybody. Uh, now I know that, uh, Claiborne, last time you pointed out that it does seem a little unfair to kill every member of the Brotherhood of Iron... And I agree with you. That and implausible. No, uh, yeah, no, d- yes. Uh, and while no law that is absolute can be just, gunslingers are really, really fucking scary. So, so like, we should at least adhere to the, the oath as much as we can. Because I don't want Bin Mansley to show up out of nowhere and execute me. Um, by the way, I... I sent him a letter, so that's number one idea, is just sit around and wait for Bin Mansley to show up. Uh, Vasa, would you like to share your idea, first idea? Um, Vasa is looking incredibly serious, and she says, I think that's the best plan. Wait, wait until, really? Uh, wait until that there is reinforcements from the gunslingers. Okay, to be fair, I sent this on like a canary, and was like, go find <laughs> Bin Manley. So... That's like like ten percent chance of coming through. Um, <laughs> Bramostone. So, 
Rumblestone's been thinking about it, and uh, he's he's not pro waiting for Ben Mansley, but he wanted to discuss the concept that he's going in to get Roberto no matter what, but we have this kind of larger mission at stake, which is the shards, uh, and he accepts that he is a simple country dwarf. Who, if he dies, he dies. That's kind of, uh, but he's not going to leave Roberto behind. But that he feels that we definitely shouldn't take the shards into the large cellar of crazy people who are trying to take over the world, who seem to be, uh, uh, you know, encapsulating knowledge uh, for for non nice new means. Uh, so he would suggest. Or throw out that we stick to the idea of, uh, you know, finding a guard, someone higher up, so that we can get a doppelganger to get us in. Then we start to go free there, but he suggests that we give the shards to Claiborne, and she stays outside. What do you mean, stay outside? Like, or not go into the cellar. And then she would wait yeah. for wherever our exit port is. And then if we don't get there, then you find Tompkins, and you have to carry on our quest, which is... Vasa is looking over at Claiborne as Bremel sort of says this, and Vasa says, I think Claiborne should come with us. She's like hella strong, Bremel's mm-hmm. doing. I mean, I agree to both points, I guess, but I wouldn't use other word. But like, yeah, I don't want you going in there by w- without me, like... Well, she likes you. My lady, as important <laughs> as... She's just shaking her head right now. She's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stone, your point is very good, that if we do get captured, which realistically I'm saying that's like probability point three, then they'll have two guns and two pieces of, like, good idea juice. Um, and who, know, yeah, who knows how they could harness that? Like, if their technology... <laughs> I think maybe we just need a really good hiding place, like a really good one that isn't Claiborne, since I think we're screwed without her. <laughs> um, Vasa would look at Bremelstone and, and just very seriously ask him, Bremelstone, is there any way we can convince you to wait for help to rescue Roberto and Tim? Is there any way we can convince you to hold out for reinforcements in some way? I mean, how long are we talking? Because I could wait a day, but... It will be more than a day. There's no way of knowing how long it will take for Grandmother's uh, Ben Mansley and the other gunslingers to fall upon the city. But if we were to wait for that long, we would most likely survive. If we were to if we were to charge in even with the best planning, it is near suicide. Wait, but you haven't heard my my full idea list yet. Let me let me share some of well, them with you. Grandmother, if he's willing to wait. Please. Okay, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, you're telling me to wait for an indeterminable amount of time for men who may come on the intel of. And he looks over and kind of gestures towards Ertlebee. <laughs> I don't know. Erdelby is looking into space and kind of absentmindedly <laughs> <Yeah>. drooling. 
She's, she's thinking of her little baked muffins. And Vaso despite, I would prefer an uncertain weight versus near certain death. Now, now, again, these are some pretty awesome ideas I'm going to share with you now. First of all, I think we should go back to the nomad and beg him for help. Idea the longer one. we wait, the more likely it is that my brother and Tin are dead. And that's not something I'm willing to negotiate with. So you can come with, or I can go alone. Fossa sighs deeply. And then she turns to Erlby and she, uh, she says, Grandmother, what plan do you have? Step number one, go see the nomad and beg him for help. Number two, find that sexy captain you seduced who's just called the captain and be like, hey, you want to help us again? You are in love with risk. Step three, remember that guy who is in a play we stood in line behind? Maybe we can go to them and steal disguises from the play. Four, uh, take out a regular old dwarf man um, and steal his stuff and experiment on his metal grabber and then collect lots of scrap and tie it to our body. So if they try and use the metal grabbers on us, uh, then it collects only the scrap instead. And then the last one was to steal a Gundam and have Brummelstone attack the syndicate while he uses it and then say, this is from the Brotherhood. And then, then the syndicate is on our side. Uh, Claiborne, did any of those ideas sound good to you? Yeah, a few. Vasa draws in a deep breath. She says, okay, I also have a plan. First, uh, I agree, we cannot bring the shards in, t- in with us to the cellar. It sounds as if these Brotherhood of Iron are seeking to hoard magic, and should we pass in this endeavor, future world we cannot set future world walkers behind by making them dive in after these shards. We need are to there more than you guys? I'm sure that king, incompetent as he is, will find others. Uh, I'm sure. Anyway, here's what I think we can do. Vasa announces, she says, I think our advantage is what little magic we have. First, we need to see the Nomad again. Somewhere or another, we need to convince him to give us a teleportation scroll. Whether we can buy it or not, we'll see. Uh, hang on. Um, in the meantime, while we are trying to obtain the teleportation scroll, Claiborne and the other doppelgangers, we need to find nail files, tinder boxes, and we need to establish passage out of the city should we succeed. I don't care if it's on foot. I don't care if it's by airship. We need to leave the city if we were to make it out of the cellar. That's one thing for Claiborne doppelgangers to do. Uh, grandmother, if we were to go in, I need to stress that this is a rescue mission. It is not vengeance. We do not kill any dwarves unless we absolutely need to. We do not leave a bloody trail that allows them to follow our carnage or engages us in more violence than we need to. Um, in the, while Claiborne and the doppelgangers are looking for a means to leave the city for us, I need you, Grandmother, to send as many more messages as you can to your gunslinger friends. Even whether we succeed or not, they need to know what's happening in the city. And if we are captured in the cellar, perhaps a few of us will be alive for the rescue should they listen. I know that uh, Torrance is your son, but we must put that mission second, especially now that Gideon is aware that he is your son. Chances are he will not be pursue Torrance as murderously as he had before. Other other doppelgangers and Brimlestone, you would have to find a mark we would have to know his schedule, and we need, would need to find a time for him to be alone. 
But also we need to capture him before his shift ends. If you were to end his shift and then we were to replace him, they would be very suspicious that he would return to the cellar. The ideal mark um, would probably be middle class. He uh, looks, yeah, somebody of authority, therefore, that we can know the most from him. We'll need to kidnap him, gag him, doppelzorb him, get rid of the body, and then we'll take his glove and also, depending on the knowledge, either go in or if it's completely suicide and there's no way of going in, we'll have to cancel the mission. Uh, let's see. And here's how, and going in, we have two options. We either sneak in and... Ertlebe, grandmother, you'll be carrying a lot of our expendable gear and you'll be in rat form. You'll be hidden okay. in somewhere like Bremelstone's beard. And even if we were to get engaged in combat, you cannot reveal yourself. If we get captured, you will be holding the gear that will hold, that will give us some chance should we be put in the cellars. Do you understand? Yes, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I will also leave my daggers out in the event that we do get captured so that should we be in the cellars and stripped of our gear... We will have something. We will have grandmother holding her gear, and we'll have my daggers. But that's only in the worst-case scenario. Then we go in. We, If we can, we locate the where Tin and Roberto are located. Claiborne will be giving the glove to you because you are the fastest. I believe I saw you dash away Bromostone at some exceptional speed. You'll be the one to open as many doors as you can, especially uh, Tin and Roberto. I'm assuming you can cross the distance. If we do get engaged down there, we also release as many other prisoners as we can so that they have other priorities besides just stopping us. Does that all make sense? No, it, that, that sounded excellent. Good thinking, young lady. I still <laughs> think we should, we should collect scrap and tie it to ourselves if that works with the glove. But apart from that... Won't that make it harder okay. to sneak? Oh, Claiborne, you are an annoyingly attentive and insightful young lady. Um, That's her way of saying yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that actually, you know, we're almost done with thinking over and he says, sounds good, where do we do with the shards? That is, I think we should bury them. But it would also it would also depend on what sort Oops. of escape from the city we end up deciding yeah. on in the end. And she's looking to Claiborne. She says, "I don't care if we have to leave on foot, but if you could find horses and we have to go that way, we just can't stay in the city. Horses. Should we get out of the cellar alive? You know, horses. Clop clop. Oh, clop clop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I. I mean, I'll check around, but I've never seen a horse in Cosmic. If we get a teleportation scroll, as soon as we find... Oh, by the way, are, are scrolls instantaneous, or are they more like, oh, hey, now loading loading teleportation? Teleport or teleportation circle? Uh, teleportation. Teleportation, yeah. The circle seems like it would take too long. So, Brummelstone, you would know that uh, teleport's not an option for you because of this. Um, your familiarity with the destination determines whether you arrive successfully. And you're on a new world. So you're welcome to give it a shot. But it's a risky... <laughs> yeah, it's so a risky... So it either will work great or will be torn asunder. <laughs> it's 50-50 chance. Actually, it probably won't even be torn asunder. We'll just... What's, well, what's the we'll definition with familiar? 
Um, so there's very familiar. There's basically blah 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 blah. Um, very familiar is a place you've seen very often. Seen casually is some place that you have seen more than once, but with you're not very familiar. Viewed once, most of Cog, uh, is a place you have seen once, possibly using magic. Could we make it here? Like we could just leave the shards here. It seems pretty safe. Teleport back here. Oh yeah, if you want to just teleport like, here, been, I thought you were trying to get out like out out. out. No, oh, no, no, no. Like, we no, were just no. well, out of the cellar. Oh, yeah. Out of the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get out of the cellar, we can run away the rest of the way. Yeah. Heroically, of course. Heroically. Of course. <laughs> Actually, Vasa would turn to Claiborne and says, you have been to the city many times for us. Oh, yeah. Do you, is there any place that you know so familiarly you could teleport it to us, teleport us to it confidently? I don't think she can cast those scrolls. Who, who can? It's a 7th level spell, and it's, let me check. I thought scrolls were just like, like, you know, like apps. You don't have to know anything about it. You just activate <laughs> it. Uh, Jane, did you just say, I just wanted to double back and check because I was taking notes. Did you just say scrolls are like apps? Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I just had the thing, the tagline in my head is like, there's a scroll for that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Nice. I just wanted to chime in from my little jail cell and nice. say that. I miss you guys. All right, um, back to my jail cell. Bye. <laughs> you guys are heroically strategizing, right? Yes. We're heroically playing patty cake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did accomplish something, though. Just saying. Do you want to make the announcement, Roberto? Yes. So. <gasps> You're getting um, married. <laughs> <laughs> I think have. So. I would like to make the announcement that I have finally given the cat a name. Um, wait. Um, so Tin and I were thinking, we're deliberating. She's like, what do we do? What, what? She's like, she, okay. Tin was like, what's your cat's name? Like, it doesn't have a name. It's just cat. And so I'm like, well, we should just try to name it now. Since we have a lot of time. So Roberto started thinking about all the people he's met because he doesn't really have an imagination. So he just like hum, people either names that have been mentioned to him or names that like people he's met that kind of just like just back of his head. And um, this name Tin suggested Bradley. And for some reason, Roberto can't remember the connection of this name so he's like that sounds that sounds great that sounds like a good name okay the cat's name is now bradley Amazing. okay i also hope that both tin and roberto are full health by now because they've had short rest in their jail cells and they have hit dice and they have healing spells so they are full health right now yes no no we've just been playing cat patty cake the whole time okay hanging out with bradley <laughs> tin's been walking around all sad just moping Oh no! This is what okay. Also, Roberto, what has been doing? He has um, he has like he has like carved a little teardrop at the edge of his eye, under his eye, <laughs> and he's also gotten a, that tramp stamp. Yeah, boy, dwarven tramp stamp. Does it say? Does your tramp stamp say dickweed? Like we discussed. Yes, it does. So it's still a potential option because honestly, if we don't have a way to. Like, I think we can maybe sneak in or even let ourselves get arrested in there. If we can't teleport out, I don't know how we're getting out. 
other other than fighting our way out, which will just pretty much be death or further imprisonment. In terms of like when we actually execute our plan, that sh- probably should be like near dusk. Not not, not uh, just because um, there might be more cover to run away, or if anything goes sideways, or if we get out, whatever miracle that is. Um, I think there was something else. Uh, yeah, we need to we we need to know our we need to know how we're getting out of the city, like because that because when we get out we need to meet there if we're if we get scattered again. So that's that's what um Dob, that's what uh, Claiborne I think because she knows the city the best should figure out for us. Can you uh, don't the, think that Captain would be willing to help us? Is he? I mean, Vasa can certainly um, take a sneak down to the airship area to see if she can recognize that ship. That'd because be cool it would, it would definitely, backup. it would definitely be something worth checking in on. Let's do these things. So the idea is that, assuming we get out of the city, um, assuming we cannot teleport out, but we are, uh, we were talking earlier about like setting up strategic fires around the city and all that. Um, I don't think that should be used so far as like a to create chaos while we're breaking in. But if we um, make it out of the cellar and we're being chased, we can start setting the fires to at least cl- create chaos while we're escaping. So that's something else. But we do need a way to communicate with the doppelgangers because they would have to be the ones to activate the fire. Yeah, I while. don't think that. I think it's really just like once we get in there, give us an hour because that's how long the spell lasts. Like by that time, if we're not on our way out, you know, like then light the fires. To hopefully, like, get people going away from the cellar. And that way, we at least have them fighting on several fronts. That sounds good to me. A war is unsustainable on more than one yeah. front, right? Like, we do, want, we do want chaos, but we also don't want the fires to actually uh, impede our, 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 like, route of departure. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, and, that's, yeah. That's, the, that's the other problem, is, like, ideally, the Ideally, the fires should be set on dwarf technology. We don't want to kill civilians oh. if we don't have to. They should be on... You know, dwarf technology like the they something that they would the all rush, lifts. like they the do. lifts or things that they would rush to try to rescue. Because then, if so you also do the lifts, then there's all the like you've stopped transportation in between the places. That's true. Which then is confusion, and true. you know, like they're in a rush to fix that. We could also and they also seem like pretty easy targets. You just toss some fire, and you can just make sure no one's on it, but the dwarves or whatever. You know, like minimal casualties yeah. you know collateral damage <laughs> to think of it in the worst way yeah i love it let's do it go team so cutting over back to the prison it's the morning i don't know did roberto and tin sleep yeah yes all right so Probably. full rest means you got your full hit points hit dice all that oh. fun stuff back yes ooh, ooh, ooh. Tin's the one that wakes up first uh, before Roberto, and she wakes up to the sounds of Nina coughing a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Nothing. I just, this, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This is how it begins. <laughs> <laughs> she coughs up a little bit, and um, she's like, Tin, I have to ask you something. And you see her still hanging from there. Her her hands are still locked inside of those like full, like uh, spherical gauntlets, and she's been hanging there all night. Like you guys actually went to sleep. You got to lay down and go to sleep, but they leave her in the chains the entire time. Way to rub it in that we. <laughs> Sorry that you're giving giant we were... comfy beds. 
<laughs> Grapes are delivered to your door. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, <Okay>. so. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of looking at you and she's like, I need to ask you something. What is it? Is that your boyfriend? Ah! <laughs> uh, Tin is like, she looks through, like, she looks, she's like, and then she goes, what, that guy? <laughs> you guys were talking late last night. I don't know. No, we're just, just friends? No, oh my god. We're just friends. He's, He's like a little win. brother. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be that shot when like Tin looks back at Roberto. He's like just playing with a cat, like rubbing its mouth. <laughs> Tin doesn't need a gun to shoot straight through the heart. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's too bad. He's got a thing for this bard in this other city. Like, it's cool. Oh, is <laughs> is she a gunslinger? I don't know. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, there you go. You still have a chance. Stop joking around when you're dying. <laughs> Conserve your energy. Stay out of my life, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Tin deals with pain through humor, so, you know. I don't. I don't remember. Why did you come here? Why did I come to the cellar? Yeah. We were trying to break you out. Oh, she's she's like startled. (laughs) She's like, I didn't know you were awake. Oh, I wasn't. (laughs) 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 You are now. You are now. He (laughs) says it in his sleep because he thinks it's a dream. No. (laughs) Oh, you're dreaming? No, I'm not. Oh. I can't dream. Ah! Stop poking holes in my logic. So anyway, you're awake. Bradley makes his way over to uh, your side of the uh, cell. Like, into your cell, Tin. Yeah, so Nina says, uh, you guys came to get me. Uh, (laughs) When we first... When we first came here, we were not aware that you had been captured. We had only heard rumors that a gunslinger master had been um, jailed. We were ambushed and tried to flee the Brotherhood of the Iron when me and Roberto, Roberto and I were captured. And now we're here. But you, With you. you didn't know I was here before you came down here. We didn't know it was you specifically. Hey, look, like, it's not my fault. <laughs> I was, I would have wanted to save you. But then there's this whole thing of, like, trying to prioritize missions and subplots. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Erdlby on your shoulder, Tin, is like, Lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, she looks confused, and, then, and she's like, "Well, you knew they had a gunslinger down here. Doesn't the creed ask you to do something about that? Didn't I teach you better?" Wow, it's just mental. Maybe we'll just let her die in there. 
<laughs> oh, damn. Oh, my God. That is so, so harsh. Um, <laughs> we, uh, Tin would look at Indina and say, as we were unaware of what situation, we were trying to figure out information so that we could better assess the situation. Um, but as I said last night, knowing now what is going on, uh, I will not stop until I have killed every single one of the Brotherhood of Iron. She kind of looks a little, um, like, torn apart on that, and she's like, we're in a very difficult situation, because they they want more to come. More to come from what? And she kind of, like, her head dips for a bit, and then she pulls herself back up, and she's like, they want more gunslingers. I won't talk. I've been down here for a long time. They they want more gunslingers to come to the city? They want someone they can break. And they know about the creed. So they spread a rumor that I was caught executing somebody. And they're trying to get people to show up. Uh, they're putting our creed to the test because we have to do what we have to do. And they're using it against us. And the reason I'm telling you all this is because I don't think I'm going to make it out of here. And... Because of that, I I don't have a lot of students, and if somebody were ever going to take my place, it would have to be you. <coughs> and the problem with that is that you're not ready. Rude. Yeah. Way to ruin the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and she kind of strains a little bit, and she's like, no, listen, this isn't the time for that. You need to be ready. And you need to take whatever happens here in the next couple of days. And you need to take all of that with you and decide what to do about the creed. Because they're using it against us now and I fear that we're in a situation where we're starting to face the fact that maybe our creed isn't it isn't usable anymore at least in its current fashion I don't know what the answer is we spent a long time trying to protect people from what could happen if the knowledge of our art escaped us. But now they found a way to weaponize our protections. And I'm, I'm not asking you to become a master. What I'm saying is that your responsibilities are even bigger. You need to become ready 
so that one day you can become one of the masters and then take your place, take my place and help lead people towards something better than whatever we built. Or you could help me get out. I'm cool with either one. <laughs> but then you see her kind of like her strength give one more time and she's really trying to hold on. We're going to get you out of here, lady. Don't worry. Uh, uh, seeing that before she kind of responds um, to any of the things that, you know, tends quiet, but seeing that Nina is barely, you know, holding on to consciousness and stuff. She turns to Roberto and asks, since we've gotten sleep, how far of a range do you have on your healing spell? I'm pretty sure I have to be, like, right next to them, unfortunately. Nina's eyes kind of light up when she finds out that maybe you could heal her if you could just reach her. Nina, if we can somehow get Roberto out and close enough to you, we can cast the spell to heal you. My number one priority right now is to try and get you out of here alive. Give me a moment to process this. I need to I need to speak with Roberto and see what we can potentially do to get us all out of here. I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave you two alone. And she just kind of closes her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Don't sure kiss. if she's passed it's out gross. or not, if she's just being coy. <laughs> so you mentioned that these jails, like none of the, like there's a door, but there's no like keyholes or anything. There's just bars, yeah, there's and then there's bars. um, there's no keyhole. They seem to use their glove in some way to oh, move stuff around. Crap. How okay? Are there any like windows? No. Damn it. Not in the cellar. Can I look for like? The- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. I like that there would be one, but it would just be a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind you. <laughs> Reported they've taken all of our weapons and all of our items, as far as I can tell. We must rely solely on our ourselves and what spells that we can cast. Um, what are you working with? I was thinking, like, is there... Can I, can I make a, like, a makeshift bandage from, like, my clothes? I think they wear clothes. I have pants. <laughs> um, yeah, you can start tearing your pants up. So, Tin, I have the ability to speak to animals, and we have an animal right here. So, I figure we can tell the cat to do something cool that can potentially get us out of here, or at the very least, <laughs> give my pants to Nina somehow, so she can. Except now that I think about it, I guess I'd have to train the cat. Give my pants to Nina. Yeah, like, because I was thinking, oh. Go on, Bradley, you can do it. <laughs> make her a lucky girl. Yeah. yeah. That's just the way I taught him. Smooth. Roberto's plan is to make the dorms uncomfortable with his nudity. <laughs> oh my god. We're <laughs> so doomed. <laughs> what I was thinking was, okay, maybe the next time they come in, we I can I could tell the cat to hide, and then when they open the door, she it can dart out and like find something. I think we should try and see if the cat 
can find a glove just laying around. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so before we send out this cat, um, we need to think of ways that we can make noise to distract the guards. I think we should start out by making noise on our own, and if the guards don't come down, then I can cast Thunder Wave, um, and potentially it could even do something else. I don't know how strong it is. Um, okay, so if our distraction doesn't work, as in we're unable to get the glove on our own, um using the thunder wave and you potentially grabbing someone. Um, then have the cat ready to attempt to uh, dart out the door when they're leaving or something like that. Yes. Oh god, oh god. We have to assume, we have to work under the assumption that we're our team is trying to get to us, but we have to try and meet them halfway. So we have to do our best to get out yes. of here uh, as okay. well. So, yeah, we're going to go with calling the guards and being like, oh, I surrender the information. Right. And oh. then I'm going I'm to make I'll... a big show of getting angry at you. Well, no, Nina should do that. Hey, Nina. I guess she's, is she asleep? Oh, no. Is she, did she no. dead? She's, she's... Can I say it? Send my mage hand out to like light the tap her on the. <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm gonna slightly tap her. Nina, we need you awake now. <laughs> Nothing happens at first, and then she kind of oh. stirs and she's like, oh. <laughs> "Wake up, Nina!" You're such a dick. <laughs> Wake up, dude. You're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she kind of stirs and she's like, "What is what?" Nina, I need you to be aware of the plans we we are doing. We are... I'm going to call the guards here. No, actually. (laughs) Close your eyes again. (laughs) What? Close your eyes again. Uh, She kind of passes out. Roberto. (laughs) I should wake her right before they get here and not tell her that I'm doing it so that her anger will be real. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. You're not okay. actually breaking the creed okay. because you don't. You're not going to break the creed. Not saying that you're going to break the creed doesn't mean you're actually going to do it. So I think you're in the clear. <laughs> I've read a lot of creeds in my day, and this seems solid. Yes. There's, there's no fine print on this or anything. So. Um. Wait. Could your cat? Oh, I have an idea. <laughs> if, if your cat it climbs out the window, if your cat cannot, if we get a thing, your cat should go look for the gun or the weapon room, and then find us and, so, and be able to lead us back to it, so that we can get our weapons as soon as possible. Because if we get out of these uh, cells, we're sitting ducks. We don't have anything to defend ourselves we can with. Use- dead dwarves as maces. <laughs> I mean... Okay, yeah, true, they do have weapons. Yes. They do have weapons, and they also but... are weapons, so... I'm, I'm sure they have, like, horned helms we can use. So, I'm... But yeah, you do bring up... <laughs> I raised you better than that. 
have to just say I love that Roberto went from like don't harm any dwarf to like, <laughs> use them to maul others. Yeah, well, okay, because that's the thing. Because after the seeing their treatment of we can Nina, use the we can use the dead dwarves to make more dead dwarves. <laughs> so, Tin, it's all you now. You um. Cool. No pressure. It's fine. Okay. Tin's gonna. Yeah. Wait. You need to tell your cat oh, what right, to okay, do okay. first before I start yelling. I I extend one spell slot and I cast Speak with Animals. It lasts for ten minutes, and I spend the next ten minutes explaining everything I just said to the cat and what Bradley needs to do. I feel like naming it Bradley now has uh, cursed us for this cat to not do what we want. <laughs> okay, so your cat looks up at you as you finish casting the spell. Um, okay, so Kitty, what you need to do is when the people come in to interrogate us, you need to get out. And I thought my name was Bradley. Whoa, you can speak too? <laughs> Oh, it's speak with animals, animals, not at animals. Oh. <laughs> you can always speak at an animal. <laughs> I imagine Bradley going up against the to speak at animals. <laughs> I imagine Bradley being like, like saying that he's like, it's with animals, not at animals. <laughs> Roberto, Roberto literally spends t- like ten minutes oh being having his mind blown, and then it's he has like, to use whoa. another spell so slot for the ten mean? minutes. What do you actually mean when you say meow? <laughs> What's it like? I, he just kind of like, I see you cast this spell all the time. Never with me. I'm sorry. Don't, don't. Stop it, Pedro! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, Bradley, I'm sorry, but... Uh, this is a very important mission, and he kind of straightens up. He's ready. We, we can we can sass later, but um, <laughs> I need you to. This is very important because if you don't do this, we die. We will die. We need you. We're gonna call in the bad dwarves, the ones that look like Brummelstone, but they're evil. Okay, you have to um, duck between their legs, escape, and try to find. The armory, the, either it's the armory or the room where they keep that big, long, golden stick that Tin carries around with her. We need to find that stick. I have to find the stick or the room? The room where the stick is located. How do I know which room it is? You look around. Okay. You're going to have to search around. Search as you can. Try to. If you run into anyone, just act cute and know, look like you know where you're going. Because confidence is key, you know. <laughs> if you know, if you look like you know where you're going, no one's gonna pay you any mind. Okay. Okay. Do you understand the steps that I have that you have to do? So I need the confidence key. I need to find the room with the gold stick, and I have to use my confidence key. It's not a literal key. I know. Okay. Thank you. You're I, not I, making I, me feel confident. I believe in you. <laughs> You can do this, Bradley. Tin leans over, even though she probably doesn't understand. They're probably just yelling at each other based on... And she's just like, Bradley, I believe in you, too. See? 
Bradley, you can do this. We, I believe in you. This is why I brought you with me, because we are going to save the world, and you are going to be a huge part of that. We have to save the world, right? Yeah, to get the stick exactly. in the room. Yes. Because if the world ends, there's nowhere for you to sleep. Do you understand that? Cats love sleep, right? <laughs> yeah, I understand that. <laughs> now you're just being condescending. <laughs> Racist. He doesn't know what <laughs> condescending means. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to find the room with the stick. Yes. And then bring the stick to you or tell you where the tell, room is. Come back to us and tell us where it is. Okay. So you can talk to me again. Uh, I won't, no, I won't be, be able, able to lead us. You'll just have to lead me. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. And it, it turns around and it's staring out, 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 out of the gate. like. Okay. Go as close to the door as yes. possible. I mean, oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, go as close yes. to the door as yes. possible. Yes, do that. All right, we're going to start soon. Now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're up, Tin. Okay. Hey, dickweeds! <laughs> <laughs> do, you keep, do you keep shouting? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll say, uh... I don't... I'm... Or I'm also gonna cast um, Mage Hand and like kind of poke Nina awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of stirs uh, a little bit. Dick, dickweeds! I don't want to rot in this prison. I'll tell you what you need to know. And Nina looks up Just at you and, and she's and my like, "What go. are you doing?" I don't want to die here like you, Nina. Wink at her. Wink at her. Don't wink at her. Don't wink at her. Okay, fine. <laughs> Why? Tin's heart is breaking. She's like, I've had a change of thought. We're not getting out of here unless I give them what they want. I have a greater mission than the gunslinger creed. And she just stares at you and she's like, how could you do this? Do you understand what will happen if they learn how to make our weapons? It's no concern of mine anymore. And you just watch as, like, her... just like a tear rolls down her eye, almost. Like, she doesn't have enough water. She's dehydrated. So you watch as, like, her eyes kind of just redden up, and she just kind of coughs. And her head drops, and the door opens. And it's not the same dwarf as last time. It's a different dwarf. Very finely braided hair, um, really, really long hair all over. Like, his beard goes almost down to his knees. He's wearing, like, a cloak with a uh, tabard over it. And he walks in there, and he says, Excuse me? I'll tell you what you need to know. Just let me and my companion, and I gesture to Roberto, who's in the next cell, go. And he just looks at you and he says, what do you mean? We broke you after a night? It was a long night, dude. (laughs) 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 Look at me. And I gesture to my tattoos. Like, look what this has done to me. You watch as the cat just leaves. Okay, cool. And he just stares at you and he's like, so you want... You're going to teach us the secrets of gunsmithing, and we're going to let you go. 
Uh, Tin would lean up closer to the front of the, the cell and say, listen, I fought in the war. Your friend who came down here and spoke to us, I know when to call it quits. And I know of people who have died because they've been too stubborn to give in when they had the chance. I know that you're going to keep me here until I tell you. So I might as well make it without having my body be destroyed in the process. And you hear the chains rattle a little bit and Nina's like, oh, and she's just kind of trying to shake them and. She's showing more strength than she has since you've been down here, but she's just like, no. And he turns and looks at her, and he's like, this could have been you. And he turns around, and he says, all right. He leaves for a little bit. Like, just for like a He leaves the door open. He doesn't, like, shut the door. But he leaves, and he comes back with a heavy set of manacles. And it looks like they have, like, a large box on top. That, uh, it's like half the box is on one side of the uh, manacle and half the box is on the other. And then there's, like, a dial on top. And he says, put your hands outside the bars. How many are there? Is it just Just him? one set. Just one set. Or how many, how many dwarves are there? Just him. There's barely any chain. Like, when you, when you, in order to do it, you're going to have to put your hands out of the bar and then bring your wrists together up in front of you. I've been forthcoming with the information and what you need. What I need from you is knowledge of who's in charge here. I want to speak with them and see them before I do anything further. He raises his eyebrows and he's like, Borfell is in charge. Then it is Borfell who will have to put these manacles on me before I can, uh, or will have to be down here before I will put those manacles on. He takes a step forward. Been waiting for one of you to break. Wait, you're Borfell? Yes. Uh. Okay. Uh, well, Tin's gonna cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> yes! Alright, so what do I gotta beat? Um. So it's actually 12. Okay. And how much damage do you do? Ah, damn! 12. So yeah, um, you let loose the wave of thunder, and this kind of like uh, electrical cage forms and throws him back, uh, what, 10 feet, right? Yeah. 10 feet, uh, and he, yeah, he kind of, he flies back 10 feet, catches himself, and then lifts himself up, and there's like electricity surging through him, and he's like, you should have waited till you got outside of the cage. <laughs> oh, no. And he's going to limp away. Tin cast Thunderwave again! Well, on his turn, he gets to move, so. Oh, yeah. Is there any way I can reach him through the bars? No, she oh. knocked him away 10 feet. No! So, yeah, he, he walks away. It looks like he took a lot out of him, but he walks okay. away. You just have to make sure he doesn't sleep. Pedro. And then, what's up? Just like real talk, real quick. I really don't like you right now. <laughs> like <laughs> me? <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Why? 
<sighs> what did I do? Nothing. <laughs> <sighs> Nothing to help, that is. <laughs> I don't know. He, t- he told you what to do next time you want to try it. Thanks for listening to episode 34. Stop it, Pedro. Damn it. Uh, This is probably the episode I laughed the hardest at while editing. One of the best parts about working on the podcast is getting to rediscover all the crazy moments that happen throughout the game. I'm so busy keeping track of the different plots that I I don't always get a chance to remember the smaller moments that make the game worthwhile. Because of that, I wanted to take the chance to thank you, the listeners, for giving me the opportunity to do this. You've given me a chance to do something I've never gotten to do in my 20 years of running games. You've let me feel what it's like to sit on the other side of the screen, and for that, I'm truly grateful, so thank you. If you want more World Walkers in your life, you can find us at World Walkers Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash World Walkers Pod, Patreon.com slash World Walkers, and you can even hang out with other listeners on the World Walkers Discord server, which you can find a link to on the show notes. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com for the music in this episode, and thanks, as always, to Sirenscape for the sound effects you heard. You can find them at Sirenscape.com. So I was just going to remind everyone to think about where they, when they move, how far they want to move, and still talk. I've, str- I've chained myself to my desk. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's what you guys do, but I'm... <laughs> Hello. Oh God's gonna now hurt my I just ears now. Like, can I be this close to the mic always? Right. That here? sounds awesome. Good? To be honest, yeah, like, what oh. about me? <laughs> too bad. <That's, laughs> too too bad. I keep the mic as close to me as possible. Hello, Pedro. That the sounds mic. awesome, dude. It's that sounds awesome. Of my head. This sounds like World Walkers at night. <laughs> world Walkers world after dark. To World Walkers after dark. Hello and welcome Hello. to World Walkers. Hello. Sit back and relax as we uh, spin the latest bard tales for you. <laughs> yeah, you World Walkers like... after dark. Well, here's Wonderwall. Walking down the street, World Walkers. <laughs> if you would like to tell me. Oh my god. Gonna try and incapacitate as many as possible. Do you have any spells that can incapacitate people? <laughs> Fog cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work so well for us the first time. Oh no, a breeze comes in through the cellar window. <laughs> <laughs> Curse this gorgeous weather. <laughs> she likes you. My lady, as important... As She's just shaking her head right now. She's yeah. <laughs> we let. I think your point. What was that? <laughs> so that was Roberto. Are you Roberto? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a clang that echoes all the way from the cellar. <laughs> like Roberto like tripped and fell over. He's still we... knocking things over in the in the bar to music shop. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be like right next to them, unfortunately. Um, that being said, Nina's uh, eyes kind of light up when she finds out that maybe you could heal her if you could just reach uh, her. Yeah, like I, I can absolutely if I can somehow detach my arms and like throw them 
Antonina Cell. What? Okay, I can't Wait. do that. Um, <laughs> what? Coco Gadget Healing. Yeah, like, can I, like, because, like, the reason how I designed Roberto, his arms kind of, like, extendable, just, like, bender, so, you know? Like, <laughs> no. Uh, Forgot uh, to mention this, <laughs> but I have a 20 foot um, reach. Can I, is there any way oh, that I can, like, tr- I can, like, so while you're strategizing that, uh, Nina looks to you and she's like, you know your magic better than that, don't you? No. I'm no, no. She's, she's saying that to, to uh, Tin. Like, you've you've learned more, haven't you? Like, she's worried you're on the same level as uh, Roberto. <laughs> oh. Um. Please tell me you studied. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you're at least better than uh, that. Yeah. You're not dating this guy. Please tell me you're studying. <laughs> <laughs> so was just out drinking and smoking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like going through his bad, bad boy stage of puberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a stage, Nina. I swear. He's a good guy. <laughs> um, anyway. You can uh, do better, Tin. She says as he Look does. at all his drillings. <laughs> how complicated like we can send or we can give instructions to the cat is like if a then b and if b then c i have no idea i think we're gonna have to hold i can tell you real quick (laughs) does the cat accept if else statements (laughs) it's a string complete (laughs) (laughs) if love found Else, return to Rumblestone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like painted, uh, painted oh, sun. Psychologically on it. depressing windows, <laughs> strategically placed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you getting enough light from this window? <laughs> <laughs> Quite the overcast today. Unless <laughs> <laughs> we can still see the sun. Here in the oh my God. Um, you guys are terrible. <laughs> for the day, seller. I'm sorry.